On November 11th, we'll be celebrating Veterans Day. And here locally, we have an event called Kentucky Remembers that honors both veterans and those currently serving in the United States military. We're going to be talking with Kathy Mullins, who is the director of Kentucky Remembers, about the event along with veterans issues. Stay with us. This is Inquire. From the Mystery Inquirer, I'm Don Wilkins, and joining me this week is Kathy Mullins. All right, Kathy, before we get into everything, I want you to listen to something, okay? Okay. And now, sing along with Kathy Mullins <laughs> as we honor the United States with the singing of the national anthem. Oh, say, can you see? By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh Kathy Mullins sung the way it was written and appreciated here. Wow. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of uh, surprise you with that and definitely and and get into. So how does a how does a person get to sing the national anthem at a professional hockey game? That is actually a very interesting story. Last summer, the Nashville Predators. They were without a national anthem singer. Their uh, previous singer, who had been there for several years, uh, was no longer with them, and they decided to put a call out for um, just to do a contest. So um, I did not hear of the contest. However, the hockey moms here from Owensboro, they follow the Predators through social media, and they said, Kathy, you need to enter this. And I'm like, oh, I'm too old for that. But then I checked it out, and, and it was real easy. All I had to do was uh, my name, address, and an audio file. And I did send a video of, of a, once I did sing it there at the Owensboro, at Edge Ice Arena, when they announced the scholarship winners for Brain, because I sing it here locally. And um, so I ended up being, out of, of a thousand inquiries, I made the top ten 
and then I was able, I was invited to Bridgetone to sing it, and uh, Bethany went with me, my granddaughter Alice and Tommy, and they said, honey, you're probably going to win that, and I'm like, because it was, it was fascinating, because I was the oldest entry, so ended up making the uh, top four, and then they put a, a, a social media voting contest, and it was almost a statistical tie, because all four of us had a different population that we reached. Um, there was one young one young girl who has a Carrie Underwood sound and just amazing, and then two other gospels artists, um, and then myself. So I, uh, we, it was really great. So they invited all four of us to sing it, and then they invited us back this year. So we're still in rotation, and it's just a wonderful thing. It's uh, Thank you for playing that. I really appreciate that. And I, I remember that exact day. That was, the, uh, that, was uh, through the, that was one of the Stanley Cup finals, I believe. Well, it was one of the best renditions of the national anthem I've ever heard, and oh, and, and I thought, you know, it, it was especially cool if you heard the crowd start singing with you, and then the commentator at the end, you know, makes that remark that you sing it the way it was written, and so when when you hear that, and in and, and you hear the national anthem, you hear it sung everywhere, and so sometimes you can get a little immune to it, but when it's done well, you you really appreciate what that song stands for. And so, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, you know, thank with you so much. And yeah. um, just a side note there, too, um, that some of the folks might not. Brandon, uh, our son, we, we're a military family. We have three children, and um, our oldest son is still on active duty, and our daughter's married to a soldier on active duty. But Brandon, we lost him in Afghanistan seven years ago, and he was an avid hockey player. He was a captain of a team here. So for me to sing for the Predators, who he was a fan of, in fact, the day of the audition, I wore his jersey that we had bought for him, you know, years ago. So just just that connection, just to be able to sing that and honor him and all our veterans is very, very special. So, Yeah, so I know, and that's we'll get into to some of this. And so I know we're here to talk about uh, Kentucky Remembers, you know, but you're involved in so much more. And, you know, not just the singing there, but especially when it comes to veterans issues and So I want you to kind of tell our listeners why you became an advocate and a voice for veterans and and those currently serving. Um, You know, it really all evolved after the loss of Brandon. Uh, Sean, our oldest son, went into service, and then Brandon followed in his footsteps. Uh, Brandon saw how proud we were of Sean, and uh, he he did follow that. And my husband uh, was in the military as well. But however, the whole... The whole world of military was not really something on my radar. In fact, here in Owensboro, we have the local National Guard, and, you know, it's a little off the radar, off off the beaten path now because it's over uh, so far away. But um, when he was killed, that whole world opened up to us. Uh, The outpouring of love from the Owensboro community, the veteran service organizations here, the local VFW, the AMVETS and the Legion, um, the Rolling Thunder, just so many organizations in, in through that grief, what do you do with that? Um, uh, through social media, I came across another organization called the American Gold Star Mothers, a national service organization. And it was these beautiful women who their uniform is just to wear white clothes. And I, I looked at, through the history of that, and their motto or their fundamental belief is to turn that sorrow into service. And that was very attractive to me because I was really dealing with a lot of grief. Um, stopped, I guess it would have been yeah. real easy to just curl up in a ball and just you know tell people leave me alone you know I, I can't I can't imagine what it would be like to to lose a child like that and then try to figure out how do you move on exactly so um 
by me, someone, uh, someone I graduated high school with was connected to someone who was a member of the American Gold Star Mothers, and we got in touch, and through social media, she became a mentor of mine. Um, her name is Candy Martin. She lives in Texas. She was a chief warrant officer in the Army, retired Army, and she's been uh, just an amazing um uh, role model. She is. She her family had established a scholarship for her son. So here in Owensboro, uh, Apollo High School through the Davis County Foundation, Foundation for Davis County Schools, they helped us establish a scholarship at Apollo, and that was one of our first big events that we did. Our big initiatives, and then um, the Owensboro Hockey League. We thought, well, let's just do one there as well. So they were just amazing for us. So um, the Hockey League, just a shout out to them. They've really, really embraced the spirit of that leadership scholarship, and we've had um, almost fifty students have been a benefit benefactor or whatever um, from Brandon's legacy. So um, through the Gold Star Mothers and the, the Veterans Day parades and um, the, the first year after he was killed, um, you know, the love and support, Glenn's Funeral Home, shout out to the family there. In fact, they are, we call them our family now because they have done so much for us. Um, we wanted to give a thank you. And as you know, I'm a singer and we, we go to church and uh, Tommy and I, we thought, well, let's just have a thank you concert that very first year. And uh, it was called the Kentucky Hometown Veterans Day Celebration at Good Shepherd Church. We had close to a thousand people attend and the men's mass choir sang, uh, Alma Randolph, um, Greg Black, who's an, a Navy veteran, who's now um, actually a, he's an up and coming uh, Hollywood star, uh, lives in Alabama. But so many people from our community participated in that. And it's just, just great grown from there. Um, each year we've had the celebration concert and um, one year we honored all of our Vietnam veterans and that was a beautiful story because in a public way in our community I don't believe they had ever been recognized. The Vietnam era veterans, those who were boots on the ground in Vietnam and those who served at home in other ways, um, you know, just were, were stationed stateside. Um, that was beautiful. So, and we had like close to a hundred Vietnam veterans who were given challenge coins through all this initiative, you know, challenge coins from the uh, servicemen from Fort Campbell. Um, and then, then we ch moved to the River Park Center a couple of years ago and nearly filled the hall. It was, in fact, we, it was capacity and just a beautiful Kentucky Youth Corral. Just, just this entire community has rallied around this initiative, not only for our our son. Um, that's that's one one thing I always like to stress. Um, it's not just about Brandon. Brandon. Um, you know, he has become sort of a, a lightning rod or a pivotal point um, for our family, but also so many people through that. Um, Michael Cable was another another soldier from our community who who died not long after Brandon, and just the next county over, Specialist David Taylor was killed within the, within a year of Brandon. So, so all of us, we've become the mothers. We three have become gold. We're gold star mothers, and and have banded together to do different things. And um, it's just a beautiful thing to watch the community come together. Um, in such a public way. And a lot of people are like, well, I had no idea that we had a Veterans Day Parade. I had no idea we had a National Guard Armory. And so I'm a teacher. I have a master's in elementary ed from Western. And uh, I... I, I kind of, I don't like use Brandon's story, but I also, I think, I feel like we have been given this divinely as a teaching opportunity for our communities. Um, I share the elementary schools uh, at least one or two every, every year. And um, it really, it really resonates. So um, I think it's a mission. It's definitely a mission for our family, especially for me through my grief. And, you know, even just the other day, we, we ate dinner at Texas Roadhouse. This is just a side note. Um, Brandon's pictures there along with many, many other veterans and, um, we actually were put in the booth under his picture, and uh, I uh, 
I haven't ordered salmon from Texas Roadhouse ever, and and I had a wave of, of remembrance of just nostalgia because right after Brandon was killed, his unit um, came back. He was killed in August, and his unit was still deployed. They returned in May, and we were invited to spend a few days in Alaska for ceremonies as that brigade was returned. So, and one of the things they had for us was a salmon bake. So. It was just so still through the grief. I still have that from time to time, but doing things like this really helps. Yeah, my, my, uh, you talk about their Texas Roadhouse. My dad's military photo back whenever he was in Vietnam is hanging on that wall. And so it's always cool for me to go and sit at that booth where his photo is. And uh, he was really involved in the AMVETS uh, yes. and, and all of the things that, uh, that, you know, that those organizations do, and he was involved in that for so long. And so, you know, the the veterans' uh, issues and programs and things that they do uh, are near and dear to my heart because of my dad and, 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 and the role he played there. And so, and that's, and, that, and I guess that's one of the reasons um, why you and I connect so well is because of the veterans' issues and and doing everything that we can, you know, to promote veterans and, and active members, and, uh, and and just making them understand that, you know, th- that we support them no matter because we understand, you know, that this is the the way everything is done today is not like it was done back whenever it was in, in Vietnam because we recognize now that there is, that there are things mentally and physically that these guys more mentally now that we realize they're going on that we didn't realize absolutely back you know in, in Vietnam and even World War II because those guys just you know it were exposed when you're exposed to war regardless of where it is it affects you absolutely and absolutely. so not only uh, if you do make it back and a lot of these guys that's the thing because uh, a lot of these guys do make it back now even whenever they are injured when you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, they may have died from that injury. And so they had to live with that. And so, exactly. uh, and so now, you know, whatever we can to get them help, whether it be from their physical injuries or their mentally, uh, their mental uh, issues that whenever they return back from that, uh, you know, I, that's one of the things that I promote uh, just because I, I saw my dad live with that for so long. The, uh, he, he, he got a purple heart while he was there, but, um, but I saw the mental effect that that took his toll on him and then and then later on in his life the physical toll because of, of his exposure to agent orange so um so i appreciate everything that you do with, with veterans issues uh kathy and so um and you mentioned the earlier issue or the earlier concert and i guess that was sort of the the genesis of, of where your kentucky remembers started it was it was okay yeah. so so take us now to to what this event represents and what everything that that encompasses that particular event. Okay, uh, Kentucky Remembers is uh, a time to honor our heroes. It is a week. It's a series of events over Veterans Day weekend. Um, it is a celebration. It is actually a combination of the spirit of three national observances. Um, we have Armed Forces Day in May, the third Saturday in May, which honors those who are currently on active duty. Our family, we have a son, Sean, still on active duty, and a son-in-law. It also combines the spirit of Memorial Day. Many people don't understand that Memorial Day is different from Veterans Day. Memorial Day is specifically 
for those who have died while in service to this country. It is a day to remember. Um, I always, uh, I don't make a big platform of it, but you hear often Happy Memorial Day when actually that is totally, totally incorrect because that is, you cannot say Happy Memorial Day when you're remembering um, things of this nature. Um, It's a Memorial Day observance. Then Veterans Day actually truly is a celebration, and that is always in November, uh, November 11th. Memorial Day is always in May, the last Monday in May. Veterans Day is in November. So we've combined the spirit of all three because we honor, we remember, and we celebrate through Kentucky Remembers. Um, in fact, some people had asked, why don't you just have this in May around Memorial Day because um, because of your son? And I'm like, no, we want this to be a celebration. We will remember, but we want to celebrate um, because that's what it's about moving forward. Um, so we've had uh, seven concerts. Um We've had, this is our fifth year for the 5K. Um, We've added a one-mile walk and a fun run for what we call Little Warriors, uh, which is basically just a little, just a really a free-for-all run. It's been so precious to see that the kids run in that. Um, and this year we've added, actually, we've changed from the concert. We're having a military ball this year. And this is for the entire community. A lot of people... Um, in fact, in our marketing, we said for this black tie affair, and actually it's just wear your Sunday best. You know, just just have fun because it's a time for all the service branches to come together um, for basically a dinner, um, a little dancing at the River Park Center in the lobby. And we're so excited about that project this year. Patrick Rowe is a, a gentleman in our community. He's retired uh, military, and he brought this idea to the table. Lexington community always has one. And um he thought, well, we need to do one in Owensboro. So um, we're uh, looking for a lot of, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this first year plays out on that. So Now, how does that work? Do, do you have to RSVP or do you show up or how does it work? Yes, settle? for the military ball, this is our first year we've, uh, for the concerts have always been free. The 5K, there is a registration fee to cover your, the cost of the race and it's a little bit of a fundraiser. The dinner, um, the military ball, actually there is a $30 charge for your, it basically covers the cost of your meal. Um, and you can purchase tickets Tickets at OwensboroTickets.com, or you can contact me or um, through our website, and we can reserve some tickets for you, too, and have them at a will call table. Um, we have room for about 200, um, so we're max capping it at 200 this year, so um, I think we're, we're, we're hovering right around 100 right now. And that so. is happening on Veterans Day? That is on Veterans Day. The 5K and the Owensboro-Davis County Veterans Day Parade are on Saturday, November 10th. Kentucky Remembers Military Ball is on Sunday, Veterans Day at the River Park Center. Social hour begins at 4 o'clock, and the dinner and program begin at 5. Is there anything out there uh, as far as what you're looking at for, for the future, uh, anything that you're doing uh, that you want to promote, uh, you know, for veterans or anything like that that's coming up? Maybe because, you know, we're at the end of the year. Uh, it's hard to believe it's already, you know, at the end of the year already. Is there anything that's coming up next year that you want to promote? Well, here in just a few weeks, on Sunday, December the 9th, the local National Guard Armory, they're having their Christmas Family Day. A lot of people don't know, but that is an engineering unit there, and they are deploying to the war zone next summer. This will be a very special, a very touching, a very uh, sensitive Christmas Family Day. We anticipate a much larger crowd than in the past uh, few years um, because of the deployment. So we're uh, we're going to be reaching out to several of the businesses to make some donations um, food-wise because they always provide a beautiful banquet, Moonlight Barbecue, Old Hickory. Um, they all participate in that. And... Uh, so 
that's kind of on the horizon. Next year, we look for Kentucky Remembers to kind of continue to grow. It's it's actually far-reaching. In fact, we're from Ashland, Kentucky originally. Brandon spent 10 years of his life in Ashland, then the other 10 here in Owensboro. So we're looking to expand Kentucky Remembers to a 5K there in that community next year. I have family and a lot of friends that still live there, and um, some of my friends are actually doing a walk in Lexington. So we look for Kentucky Remembers, the 5K portion, to actually go statewide. Um, a shout-out to our local Honor and Remember Kentucky chapter uh, with – Donna and Chris Conley and Leslie McCarty because they do a lot with the the National Honor and Member. However, they're going to have a state run next year, and we kind of work alongside them in that. Um, and in, on Memorial Day, last year we had a poppy program there at the VFW. Um, a lot of people don't know about the Flanders Field from uh, World War One. The, the poem Flanders Field, in Flanders Field the poppies grow. Um, so we had a beautiful um, display there at the VFW. We're, we'll do that again and look for that to grow um just there's so many things in the veterans community that i had had no i had no knowledge of um we have a a great social media presence kentucky remembers facebook page i try to share a lot of the local all of the events happening in the veterans community locally um but yeah there's there's something pretty much every single month in fact i printed the calendar for uh holidays and things for for the military and um i always just share things but for us we try to focus on that one time a year um for Kentucky to keep it on the positive. Um, one more shout-out, Sons of the American Revolution um, and Glenn's Funeral Home. Uh, they'll, they're they going to be doing Wreaths Across America this year, which is at the Owensboro Memorial Gardens. That's where Brandon is uh, is laid to rest. And if you don't know about Wreaths Across America, it was a beautiful... Um, uh, it's a beautiful tribute. If you've ever seen the wreaths on those tombs at Arlington National Cemetery, that picture, those are from the organization called Wreaths Across America. A uh, farmer in Maine, who I know personally, that the, the family, they had some extra pine, and they made wreaths and just delivered them to um, Arlington several years back, and it has just continued to grow. So hundreds of thousands of wreaths will be laid all on veterans' graves. Um, and Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, uh, different community organizations help lay those. So if anyone wants to get involved with that, they can reach out to the Sons of the well, American Revolution. When does Revolution. that go down? That's going to be December the 15th. I believe it's the 15th. It's the second Saturday in December. There's going to be a special program at the gardens um, with them, Gary Tungett and those Sons of the American Revolution and the, the, the DAR. They, they are great to keep that that initiative going and uh in may there are a a lot of beautiful memorial day services for families to get involved just to take a moment just take a moment um we know that it is the unofficial launch of summer that a lot of people look at it that way and in fact we do too but um take a moment and remember what memorial day is about because that's um freedom is not free um and a lot of people don't really get that they take it for granted yeah all right so kathy I appreciate your time, and thanks for coming in, and thanks for all you do for the veterans, okay? Oh, thank you, Don. We thank you for everything that you do for our community as well. That will wrap up our show for this week. I want to thank Kathy Mullins for joining me. To send us questions or provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquire.com. Remember, you can find us on the Messenger Inquire's website, its mobile app, iTunes, and Stitcher, where you can subscribe to Inquire. 
Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquire.